Welcome back to What Did We Just Read? A podcast where two best friends read books, talk about them, and laugh at our own jokes. I'm Maya, and my best friend Justin and I are on a mission to push each other out of our genre comfort zones and make sure our genius is recorded for future generations to enjoy. After a restful hiatus, we're back at it with another read. Season two is starting with Back in Your Arms. It's a misconnection slash second chance romance novel by Monica McCallan, and it was the perfect book to come back with. It was a little steamy, a lot sweet, and best of all, very gay. This book features not one, but two ladies leading the show and doing all the dirty talk. If you missed our bonus State of the Podcast episode and you're listening to this episode in real time, we'll be moving to a bi-weekly schedule moving forward so we can keep up with the podcast quality, but also keep up with our mental health quality. We're happy to be back for season two and happy to say once again, let's jump into the podcast. Ah, oh, shit. Guess who's back in town? Oh my God, it's us. Oh, we here. shit. We doing a fucking podcast. That was, that was the whole <laughs> podcast. Goodbye. Have that a good one. Determinate amount of time. Good job, guys. Everyone, you did it awesome. It feels like the very first Christmas to me. Oh, does it really? It feels like Christmas it does. to you? It feels like Christmas. I mean, I'm having a good fucking time. So Yeah, I bet you are. As we just fucking, like, I was down to the fucking wire because we went all the way to a shootout, which I hate. I hate free hockey. Guys, <laughs> I want you to know, I don't like free hockey. If they're like, you get 70, you get 65, 67 minutes of hockey. Hate that shit. I don't want 67 minutes of hockey. I want 60 <laughs> minutes of hockey. That's we it. We went to a shootout. Overtime, went to a shootout against the Blackhawks. Uh, we did have to, unfortunately, beat Mark andre Fleury's ass. <laughs> but we won, so I don't have to yeah. hate him now. That's good. He'd he be doing some crazy shit with his body. He's a He's a strange man. Like he be catching like pucks like weird, but he's so good. I was like, we can't, y'all. We got to be better than this. I mean, you did. You were. Yeah, we were better than that, and we did win. And I'm really happy because if we had not, we would have gone into a double digit losing streak. I don't like that. Hey, we did that before. It's okay. It hurts. One thing the Seattle Kraken don't do: we don't let other teams get the first shootout in our barn. We don't go to double digit lose streaks. That's just one. I mean, we probably gonna lose the next game. It's fine, but we didn't go to a double-digit losing streak this time, so the streak is broken. Yeah, I mean that's fair. The Philip Flyers went haters on... are in shambles. They're screaming. They're crying. They're throwing up. <laughs> the Flyers went on an eleven-game losing streak uh, a couple weeks ago, and it hurt. It was that's bad. unfortunate. It was real bad. Couldn't be me. Well, let's not get carried away here. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not. Apparently, the record for the longest losing streak is 18 games. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Damn. What if what if someone lost like 73 games just in a row? Uh, I think that that whole like, I'm pretty sure that they would fire literally everybody involved and probably <laughs> shut the team down. The team is just gone. So it's we because, no you longer. know, people have been talking about the sorry, guys, going to hockey talk, but this is literally my whole personality. But they were talking about uh, <laughs> firing our coach, Dave Haxdall, and it's like, they're not going to do that because it's the first season. Like, mm. no other coach would ever want to work for an expansion team that, like, says, like, we're going to cancel. Like, we're going to fire our first coach in the first season, not even going to let him play the full thing, full thing out. Yeah. But as we were coming up on 10 games without a win, um, a couple guys, you know, people were asking, like, you know, what is your what is your limit for, like, 
yes, the coach has to go regardless of firing a coach in their first season. And yeah, the guy said, he said 18 games. Like if you get to that point, like, nah, you gotta go. You can't be making us like make history like this. (laughs) This is not, (laughs) this is not what we want. Like at that point, you gotta be like, nah, this is like legitimately, you you are done. So (laughs) Dave Hackstall lives to see another fucking day. He's still here kicking. How have we been, man? You know, for the most part, all right, I guess. I don't know what's going on in my life. I took some time off from work. Mm -hmm. I just recently went back to work last week. That's fun. Everything's been going great. Uh, I actually missed it. You know, sitting at home uh, for a Mm -hmm. month and a half was kind of a shitty experience. Yeah. But it was fun. Yeah, it allowed me to get my uh, existence together. And I'm happy for you. Thank you. But I mean, other than that, nothing, nothing really has been going on crazy. Yeah, we just we just needed the time off to reset, rejuvenate. Um, guys are probably at this point because it should be edited and be ready to post tomorrow. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. OK, for tomorrow for us, last week for you guys, our uh, state of the podcast. Um, so in case you missed that, because, hey, you're like, eh, it's a 10 minute episode. Obviously, nothing important is happening. Fuck you for one. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here, nerd. Um, but no, uh, we're going to be going to bi-weekly episodes because it's just going to be a little bit easier for us until we, A, just have a little bit of like quiet in our own personal lives, or B, if we're able to hire an editor for a, a price that we can afford to pay, maybe we'll Correct. go back to uh, every week reading books. Weekly but. uploads. Do we want to jump into it? Like, let's just go, you know? Yeah, we can Yeah, we can just go ahead and jump right into it. Okay, so we read Back in Your Arms by Monica McCallan. First impression. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I read, I read like 10% on Saturday. And then I got up to 50% on Sunday. And I was like, I'll just wake up in the morning and read it. And then I finished it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was good. It was just, um, I think it dragged a little bit for me personally. Like, I liked it. So this is our first um, lesbian romance. I really wanted to have us, in case you guys didn't know, we're here. One of us (laughs) is queer. And uh, that's what we're into. So if you're just coming into season two, hey. This is who we are. You're not hey, with it. Welcome. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Get but, out of um, here. Liked it a lot. I just thought that it um it just felt like it dragged a little bit in the middle. And as we get into the book and talking about it, I'll explain more why I thought it dragged a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mostly a solid book though. Yeah. I I agree with that. Well, if there's no more like, you know, beginning stuff, we can just go. Like when we when we just hop into it, when we just hop into the into the book, yeah, into the thick of it. Come on, we already know. I am the thick of it. Uh, so <laughs> this is really funny because I'd been looking for a book, and I was I knew that I wanted us to come back. I knew that I was I didn't want to like start us off with the books that we had that were already in our queue. I kind of wanted us to just start completely fresh, like completely new. Yeah, makes sense. We'll probably go back to those books. I just didn't want our first book back to be a book that like we had kind of like been in the mindset of like oh we have to read this book next whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know in the DMs or email 
or if you're a friend, text one of us. Is Quinn a gay name? (laughs) Because as I was searching for lesbian romances, there were at least two, if not three, that all had a main character named Quinn. And I'm like, what is it about the name Quinn that seems real gay to (laughs) y'all? I texted Destiny and I was like, is Quinn a gay name? I need to know. (laughs) I need to know. I mean, any name can be gay. But why lesbian? Why are lesbian romances like this is our, like this is the name, you know? This is the hill that we're going to stand on. This is the one. Yeah. So one of our main characters is named Quinn. She is a realtor. She's in her mid 30s. I think they're like 35. Based on math. She has an assistant named Belinda. And she, there's like a new rich, super rich guy. And his name is Clark. Yeah. His name's Clark Gleason. Yes. She isn't super interested in him initially because she doesn't like where he's trying to buy a house, which is in Kingsford, New York. She's in New York City. But he's like a high level client. He has a lot of different properties because that's what we yeah. do is they just buy properties that they're not going to use on a regular yeah, basis and just take you know. up housing from everybody else. Uh, <laughs> you know. Selfish. <laughs> <laughs> After a little bit of cajoling from Belinda, her assistant, who is by proxy cajoling from her boss, Kristen. She's like, fine, I will do it. Quinn has not been home to this place, Kingsford, New York, in 17 years. 17 years. Yeah, 17. She left when she was 18. Yeah, she left in 18, has not gone back. It was really chaotic, which we will find out more later. Uh, She loves her life in New York City, but a lot of bad memories there. We'll get into that in a minute. I don't think Quinn, I think, I don't agree with some of the shit that Quinn did when she left or following. I think it was kind of like... (laughs) Awful. So Belinda gives Quinn a rundown of the rich client. So basically, he just got married and yeah. well, he's been married for less than a year. And for his one year anniversary to his newlywed wife, he wants to buy her a house because he's rich. That's what you do. Like, yeah, Quinn, I mean, that's. <laughs> Quinn was like, hmm, I wonder how she feels that she's just going to be getting a house. And I'm like, he has like five other properties. What does she fucking care? Yeah, she's like, oh, thanks, a house. Nice. It's like I can't, it's like, It's like, at this point for her, it's like being like, oh, is your wife going to be okay with you getting her like a candy bar? It's a lot of money. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Might not agree with you getting her a a Gucci bag. Very expensive. Oh, let's let's not get crazy now. Uh, Belinda didn't know that Quinn was from Kingsford, um, uh, but Quinn knows the family who owns the house. And it's not Mm -hmm. actually for sale because that's the other thing that rich people do is they just be going to the house and be like, I like that. Let me get that. Let me let me hold that for you. Let let, let let me hold that house for you. <laughs> you can't come back, but let me hold that house for you. So she's she tells Mr. Gleason she's like I can get her done, and and, and as she leaves, she kind of gets hit with that oh God I'm gonna have to go home feeling. So like, oh shit yeah I'm finally going home after 17 years. A little bit about Quinn. Uh, she describes herself as dogged, creative, focused. She didn't want to be weak or lacking control, and we kind of get like a hint of it that her dad left and then she yeah, got just... like you just dipped she knows who owns the house it's s kent so there was a grandmother and there were two grandchildren named s kent and she's like great i know both of them so she's she's heading to kingsford so we then switch over to sawyer yay i love sawyer yeah sawyer was really nice sawyer i enjoyed um, sawyer a whole lot the kent family owns an antique shop uh it is mm-hmm. run by sawyer and her brother shane who's 
garbage. God awful. Actually hated him. <laughs> the worst. The actual worst human being. So she does not actually own. Well, Shane, Shane, Shane owns the antique store. Yes. And she just works there. And Shane's a piece of shit all the time. He just likes time. to be able, he likes he likes to be able to say that he owns a business, but he undersells things. Um, yeah. He doesn't show up on time when the store's supposed Late to open. Every day. Yeah. So that really grinds her gears because her grandmother gave him this store and he mm-hmm. is essentially just, just using her and doing fuck all. Just pissing it away, basically. Yes. And like she she's like offering him like well, she she uh she like fixes up old um antique like I guess Games. arcade machines. Yeah. Yeah. And she's been trying to get him to like expand the store and like not give people the antiques for the lowest prices they can possibly get. He's like letting people name their own price and stuff. And he just shuts her down at every turn that, <laughs> that yeah. she tries to take. So she lives behind the antique store in what used to be her grandfather's workshop. She does own that. And she's fixed it up to be like an apart- a little apartment and a workshop. So Sawyer talks to Kelly, who we find out is Quinn's sister because they're best friends. Best friends. Sawyer and Quinn used to be best friends until Quinn left. Yeah, and until Quinn is just like, bye. Yeah, so Kelly's a few years younger than them, but when she was pregnant with her second child, Kelly's mother-in-law died super suddenly. She was super stressed out. She was pregnant, had a toddler, and Sawyer kind of stepped up and helped them out, and they became best friends. And Kelly says, hey, my awful sister, who hasn't been home in 17 <laughs> years, is coming home, and I don't know how to feel about it. And Sawyer is like, wow, that is crazy. And mentally, she's like, I was in love with your sister when- All the time. Yeah, when we met, just been forever in love with your sister. So then, um, and then we, and then we get to see Shane and Sawyer argue a little bit about his horrible business sense. He gives someone like some furniture, lets them name their price. Yeah, and she's like, "You can't just keep doing this." And turns out that right before Quinn left, she and Sawyer had had like a small, not really like falling out. Quinn just kind of pulled away, and then a few months after, she started dating Shane, and then she just left and just like called and like texted. Like called him, dipped out, yeah, and was like, "Sorry, hey, I'm, I'm on the road, bye." <laughs> Basically, <laughs> which you know kind of makes Sawyer like that's kind of cool that you could just like leave my brother like that. It makes me feel a little bit happy. <laughs> <laughs> so Quinn does kind of regret leaving super abruptly, only a little bit. She missed Sawyer. She goes to the Kent house and she's like, "Hope it's Shane. Hope it's Shane. Hope it's Shane." Guess who answers the door? It's Shane. Yeah, he's super down to rekindle their romance because he does not know that she is a lesbian also he's just a garbage person as we mentioned uh so she is like reeling him in hook line and sinker he obviously he lives here owns the house hey Mm. i got a business proposition (laughs) (laughs) we need to get a flub counter yeah i got a business proposition for you and he's like let's have that proposition over dinner and she's like Gotcha, bitch. Yes. <laughs> he says, you know, make me an offer, my home, my business, my heart. What's money when the one who got away walks in your life? Oh, Jesus. Gag. Uh, so she <laughs> lays low until um, she's going to meet with Kelly at the bowling alley. Kelly and her husband, Tim, John. Trevor. 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 I don't think it. <laughs> Trevor actually gets any words in this book. Uh, he, 
I think he only talks when they do the like the kids bowling like group or whatever. And he only has yeah. like four lines. <laughs> yeah, he does not like he doesn't exist. Uh they yeah. own a bowling alley that he inherited from his parents. Uh she sees Sawyer playing with her niece and she's like, damn. Talk about one who got away. Her. She <laughs> Justin just licked his lips expeditiously. <laughs> she came in and was like, God damn. Yeah. Um, instant lust. This is what I've been missing? Yes. Sawyer's playing with Quinn's niece. You know, Quinn walks up to her and she's like, wow, hey. And Sawyer's like, hey, little niece. I think this is Ella. I think it's like Ella and Luna. She's like, go talk to your mama real quick. I'm going to be over there. And she kind of is like, unprotected. Like, she's unimpressed. She like acts like unimpressed with Quinn and also very protective of Kelly. Like, don't. Were you going to say <laughs> unprotected? She's very unprotected. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm putting on a weird accent. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I'm just in a mood. I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. Yeah, so she's like, you can flake on me and not come back and it won't matter, but don't tell Kelly you're coming up here again unless you really mean it. She's like, hey, Kelly might feel a certain kind of way because you were gone for 17 years and she was only yeah. a kid. Like, Kelly was like 13 when she left and Quinn's like, oh, did she like talk about me? And Sawyer was like, if she did, I wouldn't tell you. Like, that's not where my loyalties lie. Like, Yeah. She, she's like, you just got here. You're a stranger, buddy. Yeah. So Quinn's like hurt, but she's like, that's fair. So uh, the next day, Sawyer has breakfast with Kelly. She learns that Quinn is in town on biz- on some kind of business. Yeah. They're kind of pissed off because like, oh, so it wasn't even like her first priority to come see us. She's only here for business. Correct. Quinn had asked Sawyer out to like get drinks, just catch up a little bit because they were best friends. You know, she's like, hey, I want to you know get to know you mm-hmm. too. Uh, Kelly teases Sawyer about it, and then we find out that Shane Kent is not the S. Kent that owns the Kent Mansion. I don't even know if it's a Correct. mansion, just a big, like, I think it's like a big, like, Victorian. Sawyer owns it. So the way that the will was split up is that Shane got the store, and Sawyer got the workshop and the house. Correct. Which really pissed her off. But, you know, she lets Shane live there because he was like, hey, I got a, he has like a 13-year-old son. And she was like, he was like, hey, can I live there so that I have room for my son to come visit and stay the night with me? Because he's a rent 37 free, by year the old way. freeloader. And also he she's lives one person. rent free. Yeah. I don't know if he lives there rent free. Maybe he does. I don't know. No, he does. That sounds, that sounds about right. <laughs> so yeah, she lets him and the nephew stay there because she's one person. He's got a kid. It's whatever. It's fine. Yeah. She goes to dinner with her parents and Shane is super smarmy about seeing Quinn and being like, ooh, Quinn's back. I'm going to have dinner with her and <laughs> just being super gross. Uh, and she does not see her nephew very often because he only has like part-time custody of his kid. Which, yeah, he tries to be like, oh, you know, she's, I don't, you know, I want to cause problems. I don't want there to be problems if she and I pick back up again. She seems to want to spend more time in town and I'm an excellent tour guide. And she's like, dude, she like left you and didn't even tell you until she was already gone. Like, <laughs> she was gone. <laughs> you were an afterthought, buddy. Yeah, you were you were like a, she got to New York City and was like, oh shit, I forgot I had a boyfriend. I knew I had to do something before I left. <laughs> you probably didn't watch Gilmore Girls, uh, but they I did, did like a a year in the life thing, like a pick back up so the, the creator could end it the way she wanted to, which I don't think mm-hmm. went well because a decade later, them making the same decisions that she had originally planned was like, oh, you all are just bad people. But <laughs> one of the plot lines was that Rory Gilmore kept sleeping with people and then being like oh fuck i have a boyfriend oh my and god oh no really bad it was like uncomfortable or like she'd sleep with like one of her ex-boyfriends from like the show times and and then she'd be like 
oh shit, I forgot I had a boyfriend I'm supposed to break up with. I keep forgetting he exists. It's like, how do you forget about your own boyfriend? Girl, what is wrong with you? Excuse me? Anyway, so Quinn doesn't know that Shane does not own the, house, own the house. All she knows is that he's being like, she's like, ugh. He's trying to hit it. And so he keeps like, yeah. anytime I bring up the house, he's like, no, 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 no. Let's talk about how we've been and, and yeah, things like that. And in the past, you remember when we did this? It was crazy. Yeah, and she's like, God, he's so boring, but I need to get this fucking house. <laughs> she has plans to meet up with Kelly and Kelly's family, her daughters. Quinn's a little sad about how Sawyer reacted to her, but she gets it. She is happy that Shane, to her knowledge, owns the house because it'd be a lot more awkward to come back into town and be like, hey, I know we were best friends, and then I kind of dumped you, and then I kind of started dating your brother, and then I dumped him when I left very suddenly. But can I buy your house from you? <laughs> can I have your house? Can I have it? Yeah. Uh, so she meets up with Kelly and the girls again, and it's kind of tense. And then Sawyer shows up, and Quinn feels like an outsider because... She is. She is. <laughs> uh, I think at one point she's like, oh, yeah, like I can do something with like the girls. And Sawyer kind of like steps in, and then like she like distracts the girls and sends them away and is like, don't make promises to my to these kids like yeah don't do that they don't know you she asked sawyer to dinner sawyer's like eh, fine <laughs> yeah, fine i guess yeah also she finds out that like a couple times that like sawyer regularly comes into new york city and hasn't said anything which like why would she Y'all yeah fair enough you just left her yeah what do you mean <laughs> you expect me to come talk to you yeah so sawyer wakes up super early to do some workshop stuff before she goes into the store kelly stops by to talk about quinn and at this point, Kelly has not told their mom that Quinn is home. Correct. So she's like, should I try and facilitate something? I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should tell my mom. Uh, they talk about Shane being a scrub. And then Shane like is at the store, but he's being super weird. And he's kind of avoiding her. But then uh, when the store closes, he comes by and he's like, hey, I think it'd be a good idea. Hear me out. I think you, I think you should buy in and be a co-owner of the store. And... Sawyer's like, why? And he's like, you know, like, you do a lot for the store. Like, you know, it's only fair that, like, you do that. Yeah. What is her issue, though, Justin? What is she? She can't become co-owner of the store because. She she doesn't she doesn't have the, the funds. She doesn't have the she money have the to, to buy into the, the, the half of the store that she uh, needs. Right. Whoa. Crazy idea. Uh-huh. Why don't you sign the house over to me and we'll use that as, like, your, like, I'll say that that means. Boom. You own, like, you. Yeah, boom. You got half the store. Co-owner co-owner baby and she's like i gotta think about it that's i mean sure i may maybe i'll think about it yeah we we as the reader we know what's happening we right. know that shane's a piece of fucking shit yes shane's plan is to have her sign over the house and then he's going to immediately flip the house boom now he doesn't have to do now she has a ownership reason to do more in the store and he yes. has a bunch a buttload of money for no work so she's like let me think about it. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll get back to you. So she goes to dinner with Quinn and they go to a bar and Sawyer had made reservations. And she's like, Hey, I'm here for the reservations for Sawyer. If y'all have bar seats, I'll take those. Yes. And the waitress is like, yeah, of course you have bar seats. Cause no one wants to just like willingly sit at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, but you there's know, there's nothing wrong with sitting at the bar. <laughs> yeah. But like, you don't like, you know, most people like, Sitting at the bar is like your last resort. Like it's not usually like a, ooh, sitting at the bar is my first choice. That's fair. And 
Quinn's like, oh, I've never like seen you sit at a bar before. I guess that that's cool. And Sawyer's like, you know, you've been gone four times longer than we were ever even friends. You don't know me at all, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Sawyer was like with the with, with with the quickness all the time. Yeah, she she's with the shits. I love Sawyer. Sawyer was great. Yeah, she has she has hella walls up. She wants to be at the bar because it's less intimate to be at the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Quinn, over the course of dinner, talks a little bit more. And I think after they go for a walk, talks a little bit more about why she left. So her parents split up junior year, which was super stressful. And then her mom kind of just shut down. And so yeah. she just got like super parentified, having to like care for her 13-year-old sister. And her mom was just like a shell of herself. Her dad was completely gone. Yeah, he just fucking up and dipped. Yeah. And so she just, you know, needed to leave. And then uh, she feels super successful and fulfilled doing real estate. Like, good for you, girl. Uh, they go for a walk. Fun fact, neither of them is aware that the other one's a lesbian. And Oh, oh yeah. They annoyingly did the Sawyer has an ex with a dude name. Danny. Danny thing. To yeah. try and like draw it out a little bit, which I didn't need like the just name her like Elizabeth. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Me and my ex Sarah. Me and my ex Mary. Yeah. So like, like, was it? How how was he? Yeah, it is <laughs> like because this happened so they go for a walk, they talk about being single. This is chapter seven. And within a few pages the confusion has already been cleared up that Danny yeah. is a woman. Mm-hmm. She doesn't mention, be- like, Quinn doesn't immediately mention the fact that she's also gay. Uh, she talks about that she doesn't want to see her mom because a lot of shit there emotionally for her. And yeah. Sawyer validates her feelings and is like, no, nah, like, that's fair. Like, you know, she, like, your mom really hurt you. And I think it's cool if, like, you have whatever feelings you have about your mom, your relationship with your mom. Quinn does decide to go visit her mom. Uh, so Kelly sets up a thing. <laughs> Where they they meet they go to the park with the girls and then like Kelly's like hey I'm gonna take the girls and you can talk to mom over by the swings and they hug and her mom apologizes and she's like let's if you yeah. want like I'm not gonna like go all the way into it but if you want to like talk about everything that happened yeah I got we you. can but unless if you don't want that I just want to say I'm sorry that's it I like that the idea of her mom being yeah. like I know it was rough in the past but I'm here now and if you don't want to talk that's fine understandable. Yeah. It's good that she, um, you know, she took responsibility and she was like, yes, we're here now. Shane's late to cover the store again. Of course. He asked her about the proposal, though. Make sure when he gets in the store about that. First thing, baby. And she's like, I still got to think about it. She and Kelly host a bowling league. She tells Kelly about Shane's proposal and Kelly's like, fuck him. No, that sounds weird and stupid. <laughs> and she tells Kelly that dinner was fine and tries to like, but she's like blushing about it. And Kelly's like, oh, mm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And then Kelly tells, says that like Quinn saw their mom or whatever. <laughs> uh, and then the town has like a little music festival. A jazz festival. Jazz festival. And Not jazz fest, but jazz festival. Yeah, I didn't understand any of this. <laughs> I hate things that like don't add anything to, I don't mean, it didn't add anything. That's fair. <laughs> it did not. You're correct. Shane, she watches Shane the whole day because obviously it's like a big tourist event, and so mm-hmm. they got a lot of people in. And Shane's just like, "Oh, this thing that's uh, that we that we it, it costs us a thousand dollars to get eight fifty. You want to you want to buy it for eight fifty? Got you. It's not that's not how business works, Shane. Nope. You're gonna go under. She goes for a run on the day of. Because I think like so throughout the course of the story, part of what bothers me is Quinn is coming in and out. And so it's just a lot of like Quinn leaving and then Quinn having to come back and then Quinn leaving yeah. and then Quinn coming back and, and then Quinn leaving back, and then Quinn coming back and then Quinn leaving. <laughs> and like it, it's so much. So Quinn, Quinn had left, but she said she was going to come back for the festival. So she's yeah. going for, so Sawyer's going for a run 
and she notices that Quinn's Tesla is at the house where, where Shane is staying. And she's like, mm. I'm so God damn it. Son of so a she's bitch. like trying to get back together with my fucking brother. Gross. Uncomfortable. Um, and then she runs into her ex, Danny. It's awkward and adds nothing to the story. I don't right. even think we, we get actually what happened with her breakup with Danny. We don't. They were just like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. All right. Bye. The best I got is that Danny broke it up, broke it off with her and like devastated Sawyer. But like, they keep like implying that there was something more to it, but then we never find out what. Yeah, there was no clarification or anything on that. Yep. Quinn's actually staying in a hotel. She isn't staying with Shane because he's gross. She's just there for Correct. business. And he's still dragging his feet, which is why she's having to keep coming back. Uh, so she makes plans to go to the festival with Kelly and the girls. And she stops at a workshop unexpectedly before a firework display. And Sawyer is kind of snippy with her. And she's kind of just like, I don't want to be a third wheel to you and my brother. It's odd. Yeah, it sounds like that. Yeah, and Quinn is, like, confused. She's like, I don't understand why you'd think that, whatever. Um, but, so Quinn kind of, like, drops the hammer a little bit. And, because she's thinking about how much she wants to kiss Sawyer. And That's so, right. she kind of does. Like, she, like, goes at Sawyer, gives her a good old schmoocheroonie. Mm-hmm. And she tells Sawyer, she was like, hey, you were never second choice to me with your brother. And do you want to kiss again? And Sawyer's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then we find out that they made up for a little while. We didn't get to see it. No, we did not. Uh, Quinn stopped them because she didn't want to, like, be late with her sister. Mm-hmm. And Sawyer wasn't brave enough to ask Quinn to come home with her. So she spends the night. She's, like, up all night working. Quinn stops by in the morning with coffee. And Sawyer's like, yo, I didn't know you were into women. <laughs> um, that Hi, this is news to me. Yeah. And she's like, hey, how come you didn't, like asked to come home with me or asked me to go home with you and so quinn kind of starts making the moves like then and she's like we're here now (laughs) i'm here now and so yeah they so quinn undresses sawyer and they start kissing and sawyer's in her head like damn i thought about this a lot over the past 21 years since height like basically since you met since yeah 17 years but also before that too quinn is like hey I'm wearing too many clothes. You want to get them off of me? Quinn was very smooth in like her, like they were very, like their sex is pretty, pretty good. They get in bed, they finger bang each other, which is sex. <laughs> hey. Just right into it, huh? Heterosexual romances will tell you that like if a penis is not going inside a vagina, they didn't actually it have sex. It ain't That's real. That's not true. It's, it's not true at all. Yes. Mutual finger banging is sex. And Quinn admits to Sawyer where she's like, I've thought about this, you know, since high school or whatever. All my life. All my life. <laughs> I pray for someone like, like you. So Quinn is like, hey, are we going to like keep doing this or whatever? No, that's not what happens. Quinn asks Sawyer if they're going to see each other later with more festival stuff. And Sawyer's like, maybe later after work today. They make the best of the couple hours they have before the store opens. We don't That's get right. to see it. Yeah, we got that one, and they were just like, and we're going to close the door for you. Yeah, they're like, little, little taste, little peek. Mm, let me close the door a little bit, yes. So Sawyer's just super happy on cloud nine all day. Uh, she forgot, she had told Kelly that she wanted to ask Quinn what Quinn thought about Shane's proposal. Because mm-hmm. she, like, knows that Quinn is a realtor, so she's like, hey, like, do you, like, kind of like, can you, like, evaluate my house, like, is this a, f- a fair trade if I give him the house in exchange for like co-ownership of the store or whatever? But she forgets to ask. And this Quinn whole thing, 
So stupid. I'm sorry. This whole thing is so dumb. It could have been avoided with just a simple conversation. It, but Quinn is going to bring it up. If the owner of the house was not in her head, if the owner of the house was not Shane and if Sawyer did not exist, she would have been done like, hey, if you're interested in selling me this house, do you own it? Can I see deeds? Can I see like, I need to know like, up. I need to know everything I can about this house. Yeah. But she's like clouded by not too personal. It's too personal, and she doesn't want to work with Sawyer. Mentally. Yeah. She does not want Sawyer to be the one who owns the house. It's easier for her in her brain if it's Shane who owns the house. <laughs> in her so brain. So she can continue to fuck Sawyer. Exactly. So, yes, this could have been avoided. But even still, like, yeah, it's so much. <laughs> it's just... So, Quinn stops by at the end of the day to pick up Sawyer for the evening to go hang out with her, with Kelly and whatever. And Quinn is like, can I come over later? And she's like, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, before Quinn goes back to New York, she has to, she, she eats Sawyer out. Mm-hmm. Gives a little bit of how she got started in real estate and, you know, kind of how she felt before she left home. And Sawyer talks about her little machine restorations that she does, the little games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're super flirty games. and sweet. We're like, you know, she's showing the machine and Quinn's just like, damn, you got a sexy neck. So we find out that Sawyer was super mad when Quinn left. So mad that when Quinn did try to, like, text her and reach out, that, like, Sawyer didn't respond to text messages and stuff. Yeah. Uh, they agree to keep things just cash. Cash, you know. Quinn goes home and is already excited for the next time she's going to come back to Kingsford. Uh, she helps the Gleason dude look for another house. He's still going to buy that house, but he's also looking for a... He's so rich that he's just like, I- we need another one while this one's in the works. Yes. Shane is still dragging his feet, and she asks... Belinda, she has a quick little conversation with Belinda that's kind of like, hey, do you feel like fulfilled professionally being my assistant? Do you want more work? Do you want to like, you know, strike out on your own? Do you want me to help you with that? Uh, Belinda's like, nah, not really. I'm cool where I am. And she's like, (laughs) let me know if that's something you're looking at. And she wonders what her reason to travel to Kingsford will be once the the Kent house sells. Sawyer's being evasive with Kelly, but Kelly's sussing it out. Kelly knows what's up. Yeah, She's very perceptive. After Quinn left... Sawyer canceled their weekly brunch, and she also tried to cancel this week, but I think she wasn't able to. But then she's just like, hey, so I saw Danny, and I also fucked Quinn. <laughs> and Laid all out on the table. Yeah, Kelly's like, are those related to each other? And Sawyer is kind of like, well, she's like, no, they're, they're basically unrelated. Unrelated. But yeah. I just need you to know that I saw Danny, and I did sleep with your sister, so there's that. Yeah, Kelly's cool with it. She's just cautious uh because she because because sawyer reveals that she had a crush on on quinn in high school and so she's like i don't want you to be like doing this and hurting yourself because you want to know like what if with this torch you're still carrying for my older sister sawyer doesn't want anyone to know about it she's like keep it on the dl and kelly's like that's cool i'm not gonna tell nobody and sawyer has to go to new york for an estate sale and she tells quinn because kelly's like it's weird if you don't tell her i understand keeping it casual but like don't like, it's weird if you go to New York City after sleeping with her and then don't tell her you're in New York City. And just, yeah, just show up without being like, hey, I'm in town. Yeah. Quinn's like, hey, can I come with you? And she realizes that part of the reason that Quinn left was because she was, like, drowning under the expectations of being parentified after her dad left. Yeah. I don't know if this is a good time to get into it. Mm-hmm. Quinn made me angry. Okay. What's up? I have a really bad... My home life was not great growing up. Mm-hmm. I also left home, like, I mean, I didn't leave home abruptly, like, my I went to college, but I haven't really been back. Yeah. 
And that's very like delicate like, for me. And like part of the reason I can't go back is because it's still kind of tense with my parents. Yeah. The just insane lack of relationship that Quinn has with her sister bothered me a whole lot. That's fair. It felt like she was like, I understood. I understand like needing to leave immediately as soon as you can and just get out. But it sounds like yeah. she doesn't really like she hadn't even met Trevor, which means that she didn't go to like her sister, like courthouse wedding, anything. Nothing. She when she went back, that was the first time she met her nieces. Yeah. Like that's like so fucked. Yeah. Like her brother, like her brother-in-law's mom died, which is why they own the bowling alley and like. Didn't go Nothing. home to support your sister when like her mother in law died and she's pregnant and expect and has a toddler like yeah like yeah super fucked up it, it just it just really like Would I can't imagine way. treating my little brother that way yeah like I try and check in with him as much as I can like yeah I don't go up there very often but like I mean I'm at least you reach out you know like I'm gonna like pandemic willing I'm going up there for his graduation mm-hmm. like I went up there we went up there just like a couple months ago to go see him in like one of his senior games correct. He was, I, like, I mean, obviously he came to my wedding, but, like, if he had, like, a big event, like, I'm going to go to that, regardless of how I feel about my relationship with our parents. So I just can't understand her complete, like, acting Disregard. Like her, yeah. Yeah, I get that, because, I mean, in the end, you're, like, her sister did nothing wrong. Her sister had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like, so I don't see why you would isolate her, um, yeah. because, you know, you were angry at the time at your mother yeah it just it bothered me a Super whole fucked, lot yeah the sawyer does find some of the a machine or whatever quinn asks to have dinner together and sawyer says no because she's like it's if this is casual. casual if it's supposed to be casual then i should keep my plans that i had like i plan to go home on the train tonight i have things to do in the morning and we can make plans to meet each other but like i don't want to just be like oh i'm in town and then i just end up staying the night like that seems like not yeah. casual to me which i didn't quite understand but okay when quinn gets back to kingsford she has dinner with her mom and kelly and once again she just talks about how she pulled away from Kel- from sawyer when her dad left and she makes some plans to watch a movie with her nieces uh sawyer comes over for movie night yes he's there Guess who didn't tell her that Quinn was there? <laughs> Kelly <laughs> didn't say anything. Kelly acts like it's not an ambush because Kelly's a little sneaky sneak. I like sneaky, Kelly sneaky. a lot. I thought Kelly was fun. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly was cool. I enjoyed her. Uh, the kids make them sit together because the kids are like, I want this end. And the other kid's like, I want that end. So they have to sit in the middle together. Yeah. Well-written kids. I thought that they were okay. I had no problems with the children. They go back to the workshop after the movie and they fuck. It's mostly off page. We kind of get like a little flashback to it, which threw me off because I don't like it when I get a flashback to something that just happened immediately prior. Just show me the thing. <laughs> just, yeah, show me, show me, show me. Don't like say, oh, so it's like Wednesday and then I'm going to jump ahead to Thursday morning and then give you a flashback to Wednesday night. Just show me Wednesday and then Wednesday night and then Thursday morning. Just, just give me a continuous stream of thought, please. Yeah. So they start to have the what are we convo in bed in the morning. But then Shane knocks on the door and Sawyer's like, let me go talk to him. He probably wants to cover the store. He wants to talk about the co-ownership. And she's like, hey, I'm not going to rush this. I need to talk to a lawyer. And he's like, a lawyer? But Uh, we're family. A lawyer? You don't trust me? No. Why do you need to talk to a lawyer? And she's like, because I'm going to. 
and I'll get back to you at some point, but like, I'm not going to like, it's a big decision. I'm not going to. Yeah. Uh, And so when she goes back in, Quinn is getting dressed and she's like, Hey, what's going on? And Quinn is like, I'm in town to buy the house. And I thought Shane owned it. Yeah. And she's like, look, I had a commitment to this client of mine. I can't let that commitment go. So you're the owner I need to talk to now, which means that I cannot continue to have a sexual relationship with you. Uh, All right. So you remember when I say this, this could have been uh, resolved with just a a conversation. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like even like, even if Sawyer didn't own the house, I, I feel like I would like tell them even like, Hey, I'm trying to buy your family house. Like, I have a client like that's looking for your fam like to get your family house. I'm here on this that's the business I'm here on. Yeah, you'd think. I'm trying to think about I I feel like it might be I understand why she didn't. Because if Shane owns the house, it's actually not Sawyer's business. Quinn came here with like business with business purposes and she wouldn't yeah, be like, any other be sleeping with you and like I would So she like, should I, she she shouldn't have slept with Sawyer. Correct. But Say that she just, like, ran into, like, say, like, she didn't actually know them before she went to Kingsford, and she just was talking to Shane and thought he owned the home. Yeah, but then see, she ran fair. into, like, but then she ran into, like, Shane's sister. Shane's sister, yeah. I don't care if it's a family home. It's it's actually not any of sister's business. Yeah, no, I, no, that that's fair. I get that. But we have a prior relationship, although it was 20 plus years, or 17 years ago. I mean, I, I would chalk that up to her being, no, I'm glad, I mean... Because yes, I feel and... like if I'm sorry, I feel like if I was a real estate agent and let's say I was trying to buy Dominic's old house mm-hmm. and I thought it was PJ that owned the house, I would still tell Dominic, I feel like even if, you know, I'm like. But have you and Dominic talked in 17 years? No, I've never talked to him before. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if so say like you're trying to I feel like if I like if, if in that situation with like Dominic and PJ. And if I was PJ and I owned that house and I found out that the realtor, I mean, it can be a friend, but like, if I haven't, like, I get to bring it up to my own brother that I'm selling the house. That's not actually my realtor's responsibility. And it's a bit of an overstep because at the end of the day, if PJ owns the house, doesn't actually matter what Dominic thinks. He can, his feelings can be hurt, like morally, but I think from an ethical standpoint, I don't think it would have been right for Quinn to tell Sawyer, hey, I'm your brother's going to, I'm working with your brother to try and buy that house. It's a it's a bit of a gray area. I understand, but I understand why she didn't tell her because they haven't actually been friends for seventeen years, and if she doesn't own the house, it's not actually her business. That's fair. Am I the asshole, guys? Let us know. <laughs> we'll ask. We'll ask. You know, if you like respond to us, we'll probably get people to tell us what what they think. But I would be pretty pissed if I was Shane and I actually did own the house, and then I got my sister coming to me being like, "You're gonna sell Grandma's house?" Like, I mean, it's it's shitty on both sides. Because then she would be doing the same shitty thing that he's doing, which is, let me buy that house off you or whatever. Cutting it on my on my money, you know? Let me hold that house. Y'all tell us what you think. Would you, be, would you be pissed if your realtor with prior relationship was like, hey, here's what your, your brother's doing with his own house that he owns with his own money that you do not own with any of your money. So Quinn is like, we need to leave and um, so I'm not caught in an ethical issue and I'll get back to you about the house. So Quinn goes to the B&B that she's staying at. She's so pissed at Shane, which understandable. She's also mad at herself for just assuming and not doing her normal due diligence to make sure that he owned the house free and clear. And she was about to ask Sawyer for more, which is annoying because now she can't because of the ethical issues. And so she's got to shelve her relationship with Sawyer 
switch gears from Shane to Sawyer regarding the house. And she's not sure, like, if they'll ever be able to get back. Because if Sawyer lets her sell the house, then Sawyer might, then she'll be worried forever that Sawyer's, like, resentful that, you know, Quinn used personal information to try and, like, undercut her. Or if Sawyer doesn't sell the house, there's always a fear that, like, there will be some resentment there because she lost out on a big deal at work. In New York, Quinn tells Belinda the news that she was talking to the wrong owner, that she was talking to the wrong person regarding the house. And they have to do some damage control with Kirsten, her boss, because at this point, it's been a couple months. Yeah. And she doesn't tell Belinda that she slept with Sawyer, but Belinda, like, she says something. I forget what she says, but she says something about how she kind of got clouded by her relationship with one of the owners or whatever. And Belinda's kind of like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I know what you're saying. So Quinn just feels kind of untethered the whole week. She's conflicted about Kingsford and all the reasons she left and Sawyer and having to go back to Kingsford to clear the air. It's just a lot. After Quinn leaves, Sawyer just avoids Shane and throws herself back in with her machines. She's pissed off at Shane, as she should be, because he's a garbage person. Correct. Uh, because his lies prevented her and Quinn from starting with, like, on, on even footing and, like, with transparency. Yeah. But she does kind of see that, like, Quinn did start their relationship with good intentions. And she's considering striking out on her own. She's like, I don't actually need to, I don't need to work, I don't own this store. I don't need to work here. I can do my own thing and yeah. it's on my own machines. She has a TikTok with, like, 20,000 subscribers. Like, that was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of people. And so she says, hey, tonight I will give you an answer. So Kelly tries to gauge how Sawyer's doing. Sawyer's like, I'm fine. Neither of them is particularly upset with Quinn. Sawyer admits that maybe they were about to take that next step in their relationship to be a little bit more serious. And Kelly yeah. was like, yeah, bitch, obviously. You're damn right. And she pushes Sawyer to make choices instead of making no choices. She says that Sawyer kind of just like lets things happen, lets things happen to her. Yeah. And especially now that she knows it was not one-sided, she's, Kelly's like, well... You need to have the conversation at least for the closure for yourself. Yeah, fair enough. And Sawyer's like, well, Quinn's going to try and like keep things professional. And Kelly's like, tough shit. Make her have the and, conversation. Like, Yeah. I saw a lot of myself in Sawyer as far as like she's someone that goes with the flow and like just, you know, lets stuff happen the way it happens and doesn't really like confrontation. And she is she has to learn to set boundaries for herself because in the long run trying to make everyone happy around you it's just really not going to work out for your own personal happiness mm -hmm. so that is something that i'm trying to do in my own life learn how to set boundaries and stuff so that i can flourish also yeah yeah sawyer has to get this conversation she has this conversation i think with like three separate people over the yeah she does and part of that is realizing that like her brother has been essentially gaslighting her Correct. Like, she says, um, one, he was trying to turn, get her to turn over the house so he could sell it, and then still had the audacity to act like he was doing her a favor. He, yeah, he like, like I said, he essentially was trying to actually rob her. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> actively robbing her. So, Shane comes the, in the end of the day, and he's been looking at her all day. He's like, it's a nice night. We had a conversation. Also, when she went to lunch with Kelly, she was like, hey, can you watch the store for me? I want to go to lunch with Kelly. And he's like, oh, but I was going to do a thing. To, and she's like, well, we can wait to have the conversation. And he's like, okay, you can go ahead. Yeah. So he's being super pushy about it. And she starts to, she starts handing him the rope with which to hang himself. 
she is like, hey, when's the last time that uh, Tate stayed over at the house with you? And he was like, why do you care? And she's like, I just want to know, you know. And he's just like, curious. you know, recently. And she was like, oh, cool. I talked to Bridget, your baby mama. And Bridget says that you haven't actually had Tate stay over at your house in four months. Four months. And he's like, Bridget lied. You know she'd be lying. You know she'd right? be lying. Right? Like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> that's so stupid. Like, no, Shane. You be lying. And she's like, you're just a taker and you'd never do any work. And you kind of just bank on me showing up on time and making sure that this thing happens. I got mm-hmm. I source all of I source all of the antiques. I bring them back. I you don't really do anything. And he's like, well, he's kind of like, well, I don't understand why any of this is your business. And she's like, well, because I'm you want me to be co-owner, which means that it is my business. You yeah. know what I'm getting myself into. So she tells him, no deal. And also she's like, get out of my house. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not using it. You love to see it. And he's like, mom and dad are never going to let you like do that. And she's like, we'll see. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll cross we'll that bridge when we get to it. 30 days notice, buddy. And she doesn't even bring up his 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 duplicity. Yeah. He, he doesn't even bring it up. He just like hangs himself without even bringing up the fact that he was trying to tell her sell the house yeah so she could like drop like mic drops on him which was pretty great because he's a trash can trash person so sawyer asked quinn to meet and quinn's been feeling kind of adrift professionally she's going through the city girl goes to the small town and doesn't know if city life is for her anymore (laughs) just once i want the opposite you know like it's always like city girl goes to the small town and it's just like, hmm, maybe like my life Small sucks. town girl goes to the city. She's like, this is fucking awesome. Or like city girl goes to small town and is like, nah, this shit sucks. Yeah, this is gross. You want you can come back with me, but I'm not staying here. <laughs> I'm not staying here. I got a high rise apartment in New York. What the fuck? Yeah. So she, she doesn't feel like she can wander down the paths of, of what ifs um, or if Quinn wants her long term or if she wants to live in Kingsford. Quinn goes and watches her niece do some peewee soccer. Trevor's there. I think he's the coach. I don't know. He doesn't actually say anything. Sure. Why not? <laughs> he just, there's just like a shot of him just like running down the field as the children make their way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trevor was there. Trevor's been there the entire time. Throughout every scene, he's just in the background. Yeah. Uh, Kelly tries to drop some subtle wisdom on, on Quinn that uh, about like life being unpredictable and making sure that Sawyer knows that she's important to Quinn because Quinn's like, yeah, she knows. And Sawyer, Kelly's like, does she? Have you said her? Have you does told she her? though? Have you told Have her? You that used she's important your words. To you? She talks about how she and Sawyer became best friends. Uh, she, this was actually kind of cute, where she is telling Quinn how she and Sawyer became best friends for the purposes of reiterating to Quinn what kind of person Sawyer is. But she's like, but I'm not breaking any friend rules because this is a story about me. This is Correct. a story about me and this me my experience. my mother-in-law and Sawyer just happened to be a person who helped me. But this is my mm-hmm. story. This is my this is a story, story about me. It's a story about me. I'm not breaking any me. friend rules. Yeah, yeah. And those friend rules being broken. Quinn meets with Sawyer and she apologizes for leaving so suddenly um, when she finds out about Shane. But she you know, feels beholden to her, book, her client. Sawyer's like, I had a big old crush on you in high school. And also, I'm not selling my grandma's house. Like, sorry. if that, you know, means something to our, like, our personal relationship, I'm sorry. Like, I'll see you around. And Quinn is, like, blue screens we'll a little bit. But then she's like, did you think I was going to give up that easy? And Sawyer's <laughs> like, well, I guess we'll see. They kind of leave on, like, flirty vibes. It's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like we'll fuck vibes. it. I guess, I guess we'll see. 
I guess we'll fucking see. You'll see me yeah. in court. You'll right? see me. You'll see me in fucking court. But they mean the basketball court, and then she fucking breaks her ankles. So Belinda sends over the first offer for the house, which is a lot. I, I think that the first offer they were going to make Shane was like for like about a million and a half. Yeah, something like that. Woof. Shane would have been gone with that in like a year. Oh, he'd have been fucking. Because you know that he wouldn't use that money to like buy his own house or anything. No, definitely not. Just blow it on like cocaine hookers. and hookers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds, baby. Yes, that, that's what I'm saying. You know, She's super mad at Shane all over again because she realizes that he completely was underselling her. You know. Yeah. Actual garbage person, dude. Yes. She's not quite avoiding him, but they're not talking. Um, so she goes to talk to her mom about striking out on her own. And she's like, hey, I know that this, like, I'm sorry, but I got I, I got to do my own thing. I can't continue to work for Shane. And her mom is like, baby girl, no one was going to ask you to. Her mom's like, thank God. I'm glad you finally figured it out. You didn't have to do that. Yeah. So her mom tells her why the will was put the way it was. Because her mom, when her mom found out shortly before grandma died, about mm. Sawyer getting the house and the workshop and Shane getting the store, her mom was also like, what the fuck? Like, that's stupid. I knew exactly why. Did you have a suspicion about why grandma gave Shane the store and Sawyer the house and the workshop? Uh, I did not. I had zero idea. Explain to me. The reason that grandma, one, grandma didn't expect, she thought the, she thought the store was going to fail. That mm. Shane was going to probably run it into the ground pretty quickly. She, they, No one expected that Sawyer was going to prop Shane up to keep the store open for as long as she did. Yeah. The reason Grandma gave Sawyer the store, which is the exact reason I suspected, was because Shane Shane would just would just sell it. Like Grandma's yeah. family home is more important than an antique store. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that makes sense. Like the memories, the sentimentality of it is more important than like because like a store can close. Like maybe like a downturn in like the economy and like antiques just aren't going for anything. But mm-hmm. at least you'd always. She was like Grandma was like. You are always going to have that home. You're always going to have that workshop and you can do whatever else you want to do because you don't have to worry about like a mortgage. You just worry about like property taxes. Yeah, that was the yeah, exact yeah. reason. As soon as she was like, Ugh, like when she was in the earlier in the book and she was like, I'm so upset that grandma gave him the store. Like he doesn't even deserve the store. And I'm like, bitch, you got a house. Yeah, that you got a, so a much house. more useful to you than <laughs> a store that could fold. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I fully got that. And she was like, oh, wow. And I was like, yeah, bitch, like, and you'd be letting him live in that house rent-free. <laughs> Think. Rent-free. I can't believe it. So her mom is like, yeah, bitch, like, go strike out on your own. Do your own thing. Let the store fail. It's going to fail. Yeah. Everyone knew it was going to fail because Shane is a garbage person. I didn't quite. It's one of those things where it's just like her mama telling the truth. But I also want to like, if I could talk to her mama, just be like, what? Why are you a son like that? <laughs> what happened why how did you get how did you get this uh independent like responsible daughter and your son is a deadbeat with a failing store who doesn't even take care of his own kid just a garbage person yeah how do you how do you how'd you how'd you get a garbage person as a son it's almost like was he raised from the dumpster probably just coddled like not really ever didn't have to ever work for anything in his life yeah and then he gets to be 37 and they're like damn why is he like this and she's like you know why he's he's a child because he's yeah he's not able to do anything on his own because he's a coddle little baby boy and then her mom also gives her the conversation about quinn where her mom is she's like i don't want to talk about quinn this isn't about quinn and her mom is like quinn left because quinn didn't want you to have to keep her warm to burn yourself to keep her warm emotionally that's why she left Mm -hmm. wasn't that the second time that they used that quote i think so yeah because everybody else around can see that Sawyer is the kind of person who is going to light herself on fire to keep someone else warm. Yeah. And Quinn... Didn't want that. She, she didn't want that because she knows what it feels like 
to have to light herself on fire to keep someone else warm, her mom, after her mom Correct. just kind of shit the bed. Yep. There's like the, I, there might be like one more time where she gets the same fucking conversation from Quinn. <laughs> she gets it a lot. And she still just be like, damn, everybody think like that? Yeah, bitch. Yes. Damn, bitch, you think like this? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Sawyer meets with Bridget because she's like, look, I've been kind of a shit aunt and I can meet with my nephew without my brother's involvement. And I should have been because mm-hmm. he's 13. Yeah. He's a grumpy teenager. His mom can't afford to give him a new phone uh, so he can use the TikToks. The, the TikToks. Uh, and so she's like, oh, I have a TikTok for my machines. And she is like, hey, maybe you can like edit my videos for me because then you get to do the fun editing stuff for videos that you want to do but can't because you don't have a nice phone. Because you got uh, a flip phone. And she turns down the offer from Belinda. Home stretch, guys. <laughs> Quinn is reevaluating her life. Big city girl, small small city dreams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she makes a list of things that she likes about her job, um, which is basically that she makes a lot of money and she's got a, her boss trusts her to, to, to do her shit without micromanaging yeah. her. A client closes on a house and then immediately goes on a trip and isn't going to like see the house for like a month because she's a workaholic. And yep. Quinn is like, it me as me um and she runs into some newlywed friends who are also lesbians and they seem happy and fulfilled yeah and she's like it not me (laughs) (laughs) oh i wish it were me yeah she heads back to kingsford to talk to sawyer again about the house uh she plans to see kelly uh but then kelly is like i have a vet i guess she's a vet yeah she's a vet tech or something like that yeah uh and so she has an emergency and so it's just quinn and sawyer with the kids I don't know where Trevor. I assume he's at the bowling alley. I, Just doing Trevor stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <Never> <laughs> no, no one knows. Yeah, no one knows. He's just Trevor's kind of a deadbeat dad, also, huh? He's never. Yeah, there. I don't. I don't know. It's just like he's a good dad. I guess he's just at the fucking bowling alley. He just doesn't exist. He's not a bad dad. Like he's talking about, like as if he's a good father. I guess the writer just like had Allegedly. nothing for Trevor to contribute. So yeah, he was just like he's there. <laughs> he takes up space. Huh. Yeah, I guess Shane's like the only guy in the book and he sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sawyer is kind of flirty, but uh, and Quinn sets like a, hey, let's not talk about the house rule, which then Sawyer starts flirting with her and she's like, stop. Because you can't flirt yeah, with me and then it. I can't like, because I can't flirt. Stop it. <laughs> uh, so Sawyer's pretty frustrated because Quinn's on her best behavior when they're doing movie night with the girls. She's been working on some stuff outside the antique shop, setting up like a store, like a store. Her, her machines her online store and stuff for some weird reason like they're having like a cute like little flirty conversation and sawyer is just like um quinn's like you know how did how did uh shane take the news that, that you're gonna kick him out the house and she seems kind of happy about it and sawyer's like "Ooh, you're not the biggest fan of him and she's like or not a biggest fan of uh shane kent and quinn's like we're not talking about the house like he's just garbage person and She's like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about your ex-boyfriend. It wasn't a big deal. And Sawyer is like, I'm glad that ruining our friendship was worth something that didn't even matter to you. And it's just like, why did you bring that up? Why did you Yikes. turn this here? Like, <laughs> Why did you bring us here? Yeah, it was just very I wanted odd. To get off. I didn't understand why she brought it up the way that she did and then like kind of like jabbed at her. Anger, hurt. Because she was upset when Quinn pulled away and then started dating Shane. And mm-hmm. Quinn basically says... I didn't want you to have to take on any of the pressure that I was feeling being a junior slash senior in high school. And my dad ran off and I had to take care of my sister because my mom shit the bed. Yes. So they cry. Kids come in and they're like, why are you sad? And they get... Sawyer is more frustrated that she and Quinn are kind of just like missed 
they're just like passing ships in the night and she's you know working on selling her machines and her own website letting shade do his own thing which is to fail as he should yes and so she tells shane she's quitting he's a huge piss baby about it and he's like you can sell your stupid machines in the store and she's like no i've been trying to do this for a year you blocked me at every turn i'm gonna go do my own thing yeah, she says, if I was ever that important to Kent, Kent Antiques, you would have accepted my recommendations on making some changes. I have no doubt you'll be able to make things work on your own, because obviously you're such a good fucking businessman, you asshole piece of shit motherfucker. <laughs> All and, those are direct, uh, that's a direct quote from the book, too. Yeah, and she's like, and he's like, but you, and she's like, what? I work late, I, I source all the inventory, I, I do the invoicing and deliveries, like, and he's like, but you're a Kent. And she's like, well, tough shit. Oops. Didn't matter Should've to you. Should have thought before. about that when I fucking tried to help. And so he's just a jerk about it. And then, uh, <laughs> this is, I loved this. Quinn stops by and so she's going to give him a month of transition from like store and also get out my fucking house. And yeah. Quinn stops by and he's like, he basically like, Quinn's like, oh, I'm here to see Sawyer or whatever. And he's like, she's like, no, Quinn, you can stay or whatever. I'll be, I'm, I'm almost done. And Shane is like, oh, okay. I get it. Like, you know that she's only like, she's only like your friend because she had a crush on, she's saying Sawyer had a crush on Quinn in high school. He's like, you know, she had a crush yeah. on him in high school to try and like get the one, the upper hand. Cause he, what a does child. Not, he doesn't know that Quinn is also a lesbian. Yeah. So Sawyer tells him that he peaked in high school and then Quinn comes up and she says, you never held a candle to your sister. Not then, not now. She grabs Sawyer's hand and she's like, do you want to go show me your new stuff that you've been working on? And they leave. Let's go. Her. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> What a way to find out that the girl you used to date in high school is not only a lesbian, but also in love with you. <laughs> yeah. God, I mean, Quinn has, I mean, if there's any way to make a man just, I guess, hate women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Quinn and Sawyer, they hold hands all the way back to the workshop. They have tea. Quinn says that she basically has been using the past 17 years of busy work to avoid having any sort of personal life because then she can't be hurt. Tale as old as time. Sawyer doesn't want Quinn to keep leaving with any, any idea of when she's going to be coming back. And Quinn's like, well, I don't know when I'm going to be able to come back. So she leaves. She Sage. goes home. She cries for days. She realizes that she's in love. Uh, and that Sawyer's all she cares about. And then she makes a decision. So she meets with her boss and quits. Okay. <laughs> So, for some reason, while I was reading this, <laughs> I pictured, what's her name, Kirsten? Mm-hmm. I pictured Kirsten as, like, this older lady. She's, like, <laughs> she's like wearing one of those big, those big brim hats. She's got, uh, <laughs> like, like, a, like, a fl- No. <laughs> she's, she's got, like, the, 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 like, the feather scarf thing, and she's, like, smoking a cigarette. Talking to to Quinn, I don't know why. I, I just that's what I pictured her looking like the whole time. Oh, not related to the plot that you just, that was. Just, <laughs> yeah, that was that, far. yeah, that's just, that's just how I saw Kirsten. She tells so she she quits. She tells Kirsten that the the deal on the Kent house the Kent house is dead. Kirsten honestly doesn't really care all that much. She's like, oh, you're leaving. That's sad. Uh, where are the rest of your projects at? <laughs> <laughs> Quinn's like, uh, these are all my projects that are going on, and I think Belinda would be a good agent. Yeah. And Kirsten's like, yeah, I heard that she was good. Okay. This part of the book was so weird. <laughs> she wants to go tell Mr. Gleason in person that the house is, that the deal is dead. She's like, the owner's not going to sell. It's not on the market. They're firm on that. Yeah. Goes there, and... He's like, oh, I was going to call you. I don't need the house anymore. And she's like, oh, no, what happened? 
Apparently his wife cheated on him. And they're <laughs> yeah. getting a divorce. Less than a year. Girl. Yeah. Girl. She threw away the bag. She threw she away, threw away the whole That's bag. Crazy. I would That's not crazy. throw away that bag. That, this man owns at least three to five houses and was Correct. in works of buying two more. Girl. She dropped it. She dropped the bag. Not you dropping the bag. Just <laughs> out here straight fumbling. Uh, ooh, she fumbled ooh, she that bag hard. I'm so upset. <laughs> How you gonna fumble that bag? You didn't even win a year. You're supposed to take them for everything they got. And you did the one thing that means he don't have to pay you anything, which is cheat on him because he had a prenup. Golly, man. If I was her friend, I'd be like, "Are you stupid? Like you, you dumb, dumb. <laughs> you dumb, dumb. I can't believe you would do that." <laughs> He's getting divorced, for so it's a win-win for both of them because now she doesn't have to actually tell him that the house was off the market. Yeah, this is where it got weird. That like he is like hella crushing hard on Belinda, and she's like feeling it too. And I was like, it, that like I could have gone without that part of the story. It was so weird. Like there was no place for it, like at all. But, Quinn was like, uh, let me go to the part of it. So she brings Belinda with her. And then, like, as they're leaving, she was like, yeah, so he's, like, talking to her. And he's like, you know, after an uncomfortably long goodbye between Clark and Belinda. And it's just like, what? What is that? <laughs> what why does are that we, mean? Why are we? Why, are this, why is this happening? So they leave. She tells Belinda, like, look, I'm obviously quitting. I'm going back to Kingsford because I fell in love. And Belinda's like, I know, bitch. <laughs> And also Belinda is like, I could, I guess she, she said she got like a vibe from Sawyer. Cause Sawyer said something when she turned down the first offer and Quinn mm. is like, what does she say? And Belinda's like, you should ask her about that. And then Quinn is like, Hey Kelly, she calls her sister and she's like, I need your help with something. So three weeks go by. They don't talk. Three long weeks. Sawyer hasn't reached out to Quinn because she's hurt. So she just focuses on herself and getting her business. She's getting a business loan. Uh, she mm-hmm. sold some of her games. Shane has a week to be moved out. And then uh, Tate has been editing her videos for her, and they've been bonding. So Sawyer has her final day at Quint Antiques, and she has a celebratory dinner with Kelly planned. Uh, but as she goes back back to her workshop, Quinn is there. And she's like, oh, what's going on? And Quinn is like, hey, I had a few loose ends to tie up in New York City before I moved to Kingsford. Say what now? Quinn is moving to Kingsford. Um, she said she felt scared, and she didn't feel deserving of Sawyer's love and affection. Uh, they have some... I love yous and some kisses. And then they go to get drinks with Kelly because obviously that was part of the, like, Kelly had, was like, oh, meet me for dinner or whatever. Um, yeah. So Quinn has no firm plans. She's going to kind of float for a while. She's never really had a break in the past 17 years. And she offers to help yeah. Sawyer with her store. She's like, hey, if you need, like, a salesperson, like, I'm good at that. After dinner, Quinn gives Sawyer a machine gift. Uh, I've been calling them machines. She gives her, like, a little game. Uh, they go and yeah, they have drunk it's like sex. A coin or something, I think. They have sex all night because when you're a woman, you can just kind of just stack up the orgasms. Yeah, just keep going. Pretty great. And um, then they have morning sex, and then Quinn asks Belinda what Sawyer had said to her, or she asked Quinn, she asked Sawyer what she said to Belinda. Sawyer basically, basically Belinda was like, "Hey, do you want that? Like, are you going to accept the offer?" And she basically told Sawyer, she told Belinda. If you wanted something from me, you need to show up and ask for it, ask for it yourself. That was how she responded to the first offer because it came from Belinda yeah. and not from Quinn. So she was like, Correct. "Look," and she apparently she said it kind of aggressively. And then uh, that's it. Sometimes you got to be aggressive. Before. Moral of the story is your brother might be a piece of shit, but love wins in the end. What is your rating of this book? Uh, it was a solid three, three out of five. I give it like a two and a half. Two and a half. I just felt yeah, like it just that's fair. kept 
like in the middle it just started to drag especially yeah. when she knew like maybe i would have liked it better had the house reveal come a little bit later or something because like mm-hmm. it came at like 50 percent, and i was just like why are we still here <laughs> what <laughs> is there we? still to discuss because now the big yeah. like climactic event i don't know i might have hated that more i don't know it was okay it just felt like it went on forever yeah like i like it wasn't the greatest book like oh my god this is a five out of five but it it was very easy read and it was very okay yeah i'll, I'll bump it up to three stars yeah why not yeah. it's a nice middle of the ground mid, middle road middle ground yeah do you have a suggestion we completely forgot that we do that uh, i completely forgot about that um you know what my suggestion is uh i don't know if you guys watch anime or in or or weebs like i am but um attack on titan the final season just started last last week i think so it's like two episodes in and uh it's very good so far you guys should check it out i watched the two episodes today and i'm here for it i'm gonna plug wordle it's oh yeah topical dude, wordle's when it comes so out. fun wordle's great <laughs> wordle's i know so you've been fun. seeing them little like boxes i think it's awesome it's just nice. i like to do it in the morning when i first wake up get a little yeah. like brain blast in the morning and it's easy. and <laughs> it's it's fun because you can't overdo it you can only do the one a day that's all you get yep you can't binge it to the point that it becomes boring it's just like a little excitement every day yep wordle so fun i didn't understand it at first and then i did it and i was like all right i can yeah. see why, why this is fun if you're on the fence about it i would give it a try try it just try it one day yeah try it one day and you will probably be hooked because that's what happened to literally everyone i know they were like this Correct. is weird and then they did it and they were like, oh, shit. <laughs> And then you're like, I'm gonna beat you, competing. Do you have? I'm gonna read our outro, and then you can you can give me an indeterminate amount of time. That's all good? right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, while you do that, I'll be looking for an indeterminate amount. Of okay, time. cool. You can find us on Instagram at What Did We Just Read, Twitter at What Did We Read, or you can email us at What We Read Podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page. Search for What Did We Just Read. If you'd like to read along with us, see what books are coming up, or grab a copy of a book we've already finished, you can check out our book club page on Amazon Book Clubs. Search for What Did We Just Read. Uh, if you love us, give us a review. That's fun. I don't know where to review things at. My app doesn't let me review things in places. So yeah, I just mine did. And I, for Apple. Yeah. yeah. Um, but share with your friends. Keep listening. We will see you guys in a couple weeks uh, with That's the right. next one. Uh, I think it's going to be a pick that Justin has. So sure it'll, is. Check the book club page. We'll be online on stuff. Uh, what's an indeterminate amount of time? You know, this is our first official podcast of the year. Mm-hmm. So just right out the gate, I want you guys to have a good year this year. I want 2022 to be a year that you guys get everything that you desire. I want you guys to get everything you've worked for. I want you to be like Sawyer. I want you to, to, to set your boundaries, put yourself first, and just all around make this year about you. Yeah. And that's it. Let's try and have a good 2022 you know that's right try our best so yeah we'll see you guys in a couple weeks if you are a, a long time listener thanks for coming back after our, our, our little hiatus season yeah. two i'm excited about it yes sir you love to see all right guys we will see you in a couple weeks have a good 2022 and love, love you. you goodbye bye